from the roots up. CIUT 89.5 FM. Toronto. Hey everyone, it's Vanessa from the African Student Association at UTSC, also from Zambia and Ghana, and you're listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. Curated by the people, for the people, CIUT 89.5 FM is the sound of your city.
Apoleni Mkwai, Nenebo Mebo from Trucks from Abroad, pa CIUT 89.5 FM. Chungulopo Mkwai. Hello Toronto and welcome to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. My name is Jesse McDougall. If you're just joining our show for the very first time, this is a show where we interview students at the University of Toronto that come from diverse backgrounds, that come from all over the world. And today is the 64th episode of our show. We're visiting Zambia. To do so, we have some fantastic guests, and uh, you just heard them. <laughs> you just heard them too. Um, and I love doing little taglines in my interview. So I'll say, you know, can you say you are listening to tracks from abroad, but say it in your native language? So I think what we just heard was um, Lozi, the Lozi language from Zambia. We're going to talk a lot more today about the languages, the culture, the food of Zambia, and I want to introduce our guest, which is Vanessa. She is part of the University of Toronto African Students Association at Scarborough. You can find them at UTSCASA or UTSCASA on Instagram. What a friendly group of people um, coming from backgrounds all over Africa, but throughout the diaspora as well. And Vanessa was kind enough to bring to the studio not only herself, her brother, Brendan, and her mother, Mabel. And so we had different generations talking about Zambia, the importance of Zambia. And uh, not to mention, Vanessa's going to talk about her 2019 trip where she went to Zambia for the first time to meet her extended family. It's a really great interview, and we're going to start it just in a second here. I also want to announce that a lot of the music played on this show was selected by Carrie Booney, a show on CIUT, been around probably longer than I've been alive. And Carrie Booney plays... Um, African music. They have some cultural sounds, and they helped me select a lot of this music, which I'm very appreciative for. You can hear their show Sundays from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. on CIUT 89.5, hosted, of course, by Nadine and Tierno. And uh, also, behind me in the studio, we have Akshita and Rosa. They are volunteers of Tracks from Abroad. I want to uh, acknowledge them, and uh, we're having a lot of fun over here. And I also want to acknowledge some of the other shows on Africa that Traxim Abroad has done in the past. We have done Ghana. We have done Nigeria twice. We have done um, Morocco and Egypt. And Botswana was fantastic. So if you want to go and listen back to those previous episodes, you can just search Tracks from Abroad on Google, and they'll come right up. And not to forget Niger, which was a terrific episode where we spoke to one of the largest artists from that country, Mdu Mokhtar, for an interview right here on Tracks from Abroad. The last thing I'm going to say is that we are giving away two tickets to see Kune, Canada's global orchestra, performing at Lula Lounge on April 5th. They have uh, previously come on the show, Matias Richarte, uh, the drummer for the band. So again, two free tickets coming on the giveaway to see Kune, and they're also giving away a CD, their most recent release, Universal Echoes, and uh, that's going to be a heck of a show. You can follow us at tfa.radio on Instagram, and that's where you're going to sign up for that giveaway. That's tfa.radio on Instagram. All right, next up, we are getting into our first part of the interview with Vanessa of the University of Toronto African Students Association at Scarborough. Thank you very much for listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. 
Hello and welcome to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. My name is Jesse McDougal. We have got some really exciting folks in the building today. We are going to be talking about Zambia. And in fact, this is the largest group that we've ever had. So we're going to start on this side of the table and everybody introduce themselves so listeners know which voice to go with, you know, et cetera, which name. So go ahead. Hello, my name's Vanessa. Nice to meet you all. Hello, and my name is Mabel, and I'm very excited to be here. And I'm the son, Brendan. Nice to meet you all. Uh, please excuse my voice. I teach kids, um, so I'm a Taekwondo instructor. I basically project my voice for like four hours straight every day. So yeah, so. That's super interesting. Okay. Yeah. And let's get down to the basics. We'll start with the basics. So, Vanessa, you are the one who I contacted first. You're part of yes. your student at U of T. So, tell us about what you do at U of T. So I'm actually at the Scarborough campus and a part of the African Students Association. So Jesse reached out to us and was interested about doing pretty much like an interview about the African Student Association. Mm -hmm. And when he just came into our like weekly meeting and just talked about himself, what he does, I was just really interested about tracks from abroad. I'm like, Okay, so I asked him, have you ever done an episode on Zambia because I'm half Ghanaian, half Zambian? He's like, no, but that'd be interesting. I yeah. was like, okay. So I asked if I could bring my mom. He's like, oh, that'd be very interesting because he's never done a family episode. <laughs> this is I'm true. Like, All right. So I told my mom about it. And then I also told my brother because I know he loves to talk a lot. He has a lot to say. So I'm like, okay, this is great. Like, why not? And and let's also talk just briefly about what the African Students Association does. Yes. I went to one of your parties. Uh, tried you to. You did. I did. <laughs> I, did. It was I met a lot of interesting folks. And, mm. um, and so what sort of events do you guys do and, and what's your role in the club? So I'm a part of the marketing and media team and so we do academic events and we do like social events as well. So as you said, you went to the parties. Yeah. So the party was one. Not only like African students, black students, people interested about Africa, mm. black people as well and you know, Certainly. So this is to say that there's lots of clubs on UFT's campus that are trying to get uh, students from abroad and students with uh, ties to other countries really involved. But I want to ask you, Vanessa, I did go to this party. It was themed as the 2000s. It was on College Street. So I show up there um, looking as I look. And um, (laughs) the fact is, everybody comes from very different backgrounds. You may come from the continent of Africa, you may be second or third generation, what have you. What, what is there that brings you all together? What does it feel like to be part of that big group? Like just being African and knowing that we're all one people, we're all brothers and sisters. Like it's just, you know, we feel like we have to stick together. And that's like the best thing ever. Yeah, I was just going to add to what uh, Vanessa was saying. Um, when you get a, a group of people from the diaspora come together, that reminds them of home because at home we practice um, togetherness. And there's different versions of how to say that, right? Ubuntu, togetherness, right? Even as neighbors, we look out for each other. That's I'm talking about you know, back in Zambia, yeah. right? We always look out for each other. So that community, that bonding is very important. And if there's any issues going on, you know, you're, oh, you're going through a hardship, they'll come out to help you, mm-hmm. right? There's always that support system. And it's not even just like Africans, like everybody was there. It didn't matter mm-hmm. 
who you were. Right. We're all just there to have a good time. Heck, you know? I was there. I know. Like, <laughs> Somebody I said, a- uh, my, my friend Ramsey from Egypt was mm-hmm. was uh, all dressed up as the 2000s. And he, I, came, I came in and he said, oh, Jesse, nice costume. You look like um, a youth pastor or a youth preacher. <laughs> and I was like, that is not what I was going for oh, whatsoever. Him. But it is what it is. That's my dog. <laughs> Do you know Ramsey, by the way? Yeah, he's an ASA. He, there you go. Yeah. Okay, everybody's part of the club. Of course. To Mabel, I'd like to ask you about um, growing up in Zambia. Tell us your story about how you ended up in Canada. I'm not going to tell you which year I was born. <laughs> I'll skip that one. <laughs> but I was born in Zambia. I was educated in Zambia. I did my elementary and high school in Zambia. It, it was just fun growing up in Zambia. You know, I had the most lovely parents siblings and I had friends. I was so much into sports. Mm-hmm. Like I was very athletic when I was younger. You know, I, I used to compete in swimming competitions in swimming and and I enjoyed swimming a lot. And where we lived, actually there was an Olympic swimming pool which was open really late. Wow. So I'll be there with my friends, you know, up to midnight sometimes they'll close it up midnight. We're just swimming away. And uh, when I was 18 years old, I left uh, Zambia to go go live in England. Mm-hmm. I was studying there. Then I got married. We applied to work for the Botswana government. And I was in uh, agriculture. So I was working for the Ministry of Agriculture. And then 1995, we actually emigrated to Canada. And this is where we've been since then. So... Where, where else yeah. have you been in the continent? So we lived in Botswana. I've been to South Africa. I've been to DRC. Uh, I've been to Bobutaswana, but now I think if they changed the name, it's part of South Africa. Okay. Ghana. How can I forget Ghana? Of course, I've been to Ghana as well, yeah. yeah. So I, I enjoy traveling. I think I should really apply to have a two-hour-long show. It would save me a lot of <laughs> editing because we're covering so many interesting things. Mm-hmm. But I want to take it to Brendan, who hasn't talked yet. Sure. And Brendan, I wonder if you could suggest a song for us to play. Because on every show of Tracks from Abroad, we have mm-hmm. our guests you know, suggest some of their favorite music from the country. Today, we're doing some Zambian music. Mm-hmm. So why don't you give us a song that you'd like us to play, and then tell us why you picked it. Let's start with the lit one. You know, that was a very upbeat one. Um, the one that you recommended, Vanessa, is called Piki Piki Skirt by Afanika. I think I first heard it when I was in Zambia. The traditional Zambian songs, I guess you could say, the genre is Kalindula. Hmm. And that song kind of mimics it. Like, it feels so back home. Like, I just love that song. Even though, like, you know, it kind of has a silly meaning. But that's how the songs were back then. They all had a silly meaning. Fantastic. All right, we're going to play that song right here on Tracks from Abroad. Today we're talking about Zambia, and I hope you'll stay with us after the break.
I'm Drew Gonzalez from Cobotown, and you're listening to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. Welcome back to Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. We back. My name is Jesse McDougall. We're in the studio with all kinds of amazing people. We have Vanessa, Mabel, and Brendan, as well as a special guest who we'll get to in a moment. But Brendan, you brought up the subject of languages, of which there are so many different dialects. Can you tell us about, uh, about that? Sure, of course. So there are 73 dialects in Zambia. To name a few, there's Bemba, Nyanja, Lozi, Tonga, and a couple more. Do you want to say a couple more? Luvale, um, Kaonde, mm. Tumbuka. Mm. 
most of what my mother speaks is Bamba mm-hmm. uh, because she is part of uh, the northern provinces. My ancestors, my mother's ancestors, uh, you can say originally were from the Congo area, mm-hmm. um, namely the Luba Lunda kingdoms, which were present in around the 14th, 13th century, starting there. And then a migration happened south, which is now uh, modern-day Zambia. And uh, linguistically, you can make the connection to the Lubalunda languages yeah. and the current-day Bemba languages. And so you said that Mabel sometimes says, you know, says certain things around the house that are in these dialects. What's an example of what you'd say? Ichongo. Shh. Keep quiet. Oh, keep quiet. Finish your life wire. What do you want? Isakuno. I'll just pick up the phone and be like, Mulashani, and that's basically our greeting. And then the next person would say, We know, which means I'm doing good. Well, coming into this interview, there was only one piece of Zambian language that I knew. I don't know which one it's from, but I knew Mosi Otunya. Mm, okay. okay. That's from Lozi. That's from the Lozi language. Yeah, that's and Lozi. The reason that I know this is thanks to our special guest, my dad. And so you traveled to Mosiotunya. Why don't you tell us what this is? Mosiotunya means smoke that thunders. And I believe it was the local term for uh, Victoria Falls, yes. where the Zambezi River begins. And it's an incredible um, geologic formation. And I had the pleasure of seeing it and actually experiencing it because I kayaked from there down Zambezi River at Floodwater, which was pretty memorable. In uh, 1991, I spent uh, about three and a half months traveling through eight countries in Africa. And if you have not been through Africa, you should go. People, the cultures, uh, the geography, it's just a fantastic um, continent. And I had the pleasure of traveling through Zambia. Um, I took a boat the length of Lake Tanganyika and went to Mupurungu, and then took a nine and a half hour truck because mm-hmm. that's often, at least in those days, how you traveled. It was mm-hmm. called a matatu. So anyone who wanted to jump on and pay a little bit of money. Yeah. We were in the back of this truck with about 20 people uh, eating mangoes and bananas and throwing the peels as we drove <laughs> across Zambia to Chipata. <laughs> uh, and then uh, eventually went to Lusaka and uh, finally to um, Victoria Falls near Livingstone. But um, it was an interesting time because Two weeks after I had arrived, President uh, Kenneth Kaunda, who had been the somewhat authoritarian leader for 27 years, mm-hmm. was basically deposed. And then uh, Frederick Chilumba was elected. And the whole country was so excited about mm-hmm. this. Change. And traveling across the country in the back of trucks, everyone was showing the L sign, which was the sign of the party they had won. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a little story about um, how things changed quickly. Um, I was on a bus in Lusaka, uh, getting ready to to leave to go to Livingstone. And the bus was completely full and it was about 90 degrees. And the bus sat there for an hour. <sighs> we were wondering, why aren't we going? And finally, a bus inspector in a, in a uniform came onto the bus and we started going the wrong direction. <laughs> and it turns out that he had commanded that the bus wait for him so the bus could drive him home. Oh my gosh. Now, in, in oh. the days of Kenneth Kaunda, if you had complained about that, you probably would have been put in jail. Mm-hmm. But as the man was walking to his home from the bus, one of the brave bus um, passengers opened the window and shouted at him. And then within about 10 seconds, the entire bus was heckling him and shouting at him. He was he was so surprised because this had never happened to him. And, mm-hmm. and you could see democracy changing the mindsets of the people. Yeah. So did you swim in the devil's pool? 
Um, I tried not to swim. I was in a kayak. Um, I had been a whitewater guide. And the last thing I wanted to do is swim. I, I had been told there were a few crocodiles around. So I thought I would stay out of the water. You're just waiting to pounce on somebody. I'm learning too. And so what yeah. is the devil's pool? So the devil's pool is, it's a rock formation, right? Pretty close to the Victoria Falls. So we have these daredevils that actually go, there's water in there and they, they, you know, they sit in the water, which is falling off the cliff like it's at the edge of the falls oh so wow. I, pu- I pulled up a photo for folks to to see in the studio but would would anybody do that in oh, this yeah. room oh yeah <laughs> vanessa, I would. Would. I would. vanessa would you only live once what did drake say yeah no, i would do that <laughs> yeah there are a lot of places around the world where people say oh you should go and then when you get there sometimes it's like that wasn't very impressive yeah, yeah. <laughs> victoria falls you should go. It is mm-hmm. absolutely incredible. Mm-hmm. Well, I like that segment very much. I think I, I learned a lot personally. <laughs> and we're going to take a music break right here on Tracks from Abroad. You're listening to CIUT 89.5 FM. We're going to be back in just a second to talk more about Zambia. <laughs> Abusha chimbiri mbiri niwani pakuti monse mwayaka Tuikondo lero ya mpekane atala muride Why 
Hello everyone, my name is Brendan from Toronto. You're tuned in on CIUT 89.5. <laughs>
Welcome back to Tracks from Abroad. Today we are talking all about Zambia. We're together in the studio with the whole family. And Mabel, you are the matriarch. You just suggested a great song for us, which played at the end of the set, Zambian Music. Tell us about that track. That track is by our favorite P.K. Chishala, the best musician when it comes to folklore music, right? Everything, everything we do involves drums. If there's a if there's a bridal shower, if there's a wedding, there will be drumming going on. The drummers are there, and uh, so the young lady has to cook uh, this little pot of shimmer. And it's it's traditional. Like you start off with your hands behind you. There's they give you a wooden spoon in your mouth, and you have to start using the wooden spoon. And eventually, you know, they let you use your hands. But very very beautiful. It's beautiful to attend. So once all that is cooked, then the the groom's family will come over. To the house, and you know they'll eat the food, which means now he's welcome. And um, elders in general are are held in very very high esteem in um, Zambian society. Mm-hmm. Yeah, respect is a big thing in Zambia. We respect our elders a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, you you're serving them food. This is common in like any African culture, really. But like you're serving them food, you can't be above their height. So you have to like go on your knees, pretty much like bend your knees, serve them the food. Including yes. when you're greeting an elder, right? Yes. They're sitting down, you can't come up and just standing and greet. No, you, you got to go down on your knees hmm. and then greet them. Now, Vanessa, I understand you took a very significant trip a few years ago in 2019, going to Zambia for the very first time. Tell us about 
how that impacted you and what you saw there, what you did. This was like going into like my grade 12 year, I guess. So I skipped a little bit of school, but it was worth it. And so when we first got off the plane, like, you know, when the air in a different country Mm. smells different, like it feels different. Like I felt so welcomed and seeing people that looked like me, you know, there's a whole bunch of black people going around and it's like, wow, okay, like... You know, this is home. Everybody's speaking Bemba. And then seeing my aunt for the first time, seeing like a whole bunch of family members for the first time, seeing you in person, seeing you there, and even seeing my grandmother, like shout out to her. She's like six foot something tall. Like she's a giant. And I'm like, <laughs> I don't recall this, seeing this on your Facebook profile. Yeah. But it's just that family sense. And then the cultural difference, because obviously... In Ontario, we live in, you know, quite a nice home. You know, we have, like, anything we want. Grocery stores right there. You will not see a McDonald's. You will not see, like, half of the things here. Like, we got to travel for a grocery store. And staying at a farm, it was very different. And even the first night, I remember this. Me and my mom, like, we slept (laughs) in the same room. And there was a lizard in that bedroom. And she was screaming, cackling on the top of her lungs. She did not want to sleep in that room because that, no, like that lizard was so fast. Like it went under the pillow. I don't even know where it went, but it just disappeared. And I'm like, okay, you know what? I could do it. I could sleep here. And my mom's like, no, no, we're leaving. So we ended up in a different room. I I actually wanted to ask Duncan, like, what type of animals did you see? Like, you go to the safari zoo. Sure. Uh, When I didn't see anyone, I was in Zambia. But when I was in Kenya, uh, I happened to meet someone who was a Peace Corps worker. And he lived in a very remote village called Mashuru. So it took me about a day and a half to get out there. It was a Maasai village. And uh, they they roasted a goat in my honor. Oh, Uh, And then after a couple of days, a couple of his students said, let's let's go for a trip. And all of the animals were around us, the giraffe and everything else. We just walked amongst them. It wasn't a safari. It was just walking amongst the animals. It was really quite something. Did you encounter the lions as well? Fortunately, not on that walk. (laughs) (laughs) Duncan, did you go to any markets in Lusaka? There's Um, one called Kabwata. Just one, yep. So at Kabwata Market, there's everything there, right? So... They killed a, a goat in my honor, too, <laughs> speaking of which. Mm-hmm. So we had like a f- family reunion where a lot of people came, including her grandmother, the giant. And even just like random people from surrounding communities. Yeah. Like, that's the thing I love. Like, you know, the love that, that we got, even though they don't know us, we don't know them. Like they walked from who knows how far and mm-hmm. just came over just to, you know, kind of greet us. Welcome us. Yeah, yeah, it was very yeah. nice. It sounds to me, Mabel, that this trip in 2019 made a big impact, that it was transformative for Vanessa. That's very correct. Yeah, she was really excited her first time. I wanted her to experience um, a different kind of life because g- children growing up here are kind of spoiled. I'm that, sorry to that's say. That's real. No, that's, that's enough, real. So she saw how... Children suffering. There were children that actually slept in the in the drains, right, in the ditches. They'll be on the streets begging. So I wanted her to see that other kind of life. And when you go back mm-hmm. home, even with think healthcare. about this person. Yeah, there's no health care. This person is sick. They're begging on the streets. They're wearing torn clothes. Mm-hmm. It's just a different kind of life. I don't know how to explain it, like in words. Like it was just very deep, and yeah, I'm very grateful for that. Yeah. 
All right, folks. Well, thank you for listening to today's broadcast of Tracks from Abroad. Today we learned all about Zambia, and we had a whole cast of guests to do it. And we thank ev- each and every one. We have Vanessa, Mabel, Brendan, and of course my dad Duncan joining from Vermont. Thank you to everybody. Thanks for having us. Today you are listening to Tracks from Abroad. We visited Zambia with Vanessa, Mabel, and Brendan. Here is Yo Maps. Oh yeah. Tracks from Abroad on CIUT 89.5 FM. 
My name is Jesse McDougall, and I want to give a big thank you to our Zambian guests on the show today. We had Mabel, Vanessa, and Brendan. Vanessa coming from the University of Toronto Scarborough African Students Association. What a fantastic interview we had. And if you want to send your comments, questions, or even music requests to our show, you can email us at tracksfromabroad at ciut.fm. And also, if you'd like to enter yourself to win two tickets and a free CD from Kune, Canada's Global Orchestra. They are performing April 5th. You can head to our Instagram page, tfa.radio, and that very first post you'll see, you can enter yourself in the drawing. The next thing I wanted to play here is a very special song from 1963. It comes from the Ausa, Ausa language. Um, I uh, learned that there from my friend Atung, who was on the Botswana episode. So uh, I've been learning about this language, reading a book called uh, Abund- Affluence Without Abundance by James Shoesman. I recommend it, and I just want to play this next clip, which is coming from Dust to Digital on Instagram. Tell me what you think about this. Thank you. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen. The next song we are going to sing is a Tosa wedding song. It comes from South Africa. Tosa is my native language, and it's a wedding song back home where I come from. It's called by the English-speaking people the click song because they cannot say Upongtoan. Iklikhal endlela gengukongotone Iklikhal endlela kutangukongotone Iklikhal endlela hemangukongotone Iklikhal endlela kutangukongotone hope you enjoyed that track and we love doing episodes on africa here on tracks from abroad our next song is coming from the okavango african orchestra located here in toronto and with some uh some musicians also in montreal um this band was put together by ciut's nadine mcnulty and uh, so she suggested this song and this is what's going to play out our episode thank you so much for listening today to tracks from abroad on ciut 89.5 fm coming up next you have indigenous waves along with a fantastic evening of music and i hope you enjoyed this show again sign up for those two tickets on uh, on tfa.radio on instagram those are to kune canada's global orchestra
Alemania. 